From best of San Francisco DDTV, The Pink Chill, and DD LaFrag. Hey, I've only lived in San Francisco for 30-something years. What do I know about it? San. Liberals? Mm. They're sadistic progressives. Francisco. This city is Junkies Incorporated. It's the Junkie Apocalypse. Damn. This ain't your phony soy boy San Francisco. This is the San Francisco Dam Zone. San Francisco Dam is a solo psychodramatic performance art storytelling podcasting platform. Hey everybody, it's San Francisco Dam. I am Dee Dee LaFrac, coming to you from the east side of San Francisco, known as the Tenderloin. I call it San Francisco's very own Little Hell's Kitchen. This is your daily Kvetchathon. Here I Kvetch. This is your daily truth bomb for Wednesday, December 30th, 2020. It is the eve of New Year's Eve here in San Francisco, California, and the weather is turning. So, world, thank you for listening. When I say world, I mean 35 countries and counting. Maybe it's 36 countries now. I appreciate everyone coming along. So today I'm going to keep it snappy and get right into the show. I am sharing an adventure I had today. I caught the bus today. I did. I caught the bus. So here's the story. Those of you who live in San Francisco or have lived, you know all about the 19 Polk, P-O-L-K for the Outsiders, 19 Polk. It's quite the colorful bus line. I caught that bus today. I am a woman driven by my intuition. I have extreme hypervigilance. I have extreme common sense. I have extreme situational awareness. It's pretty hard to play me. I'm not one of those people walking around with their head down, looking at their phone when they're alone. That's how women get played, get mugged, get robbed. I've never been mugged and robbed in San Francisco. I've lived here way over 30 years, knock on wood. So I talked to myself. I said, Dee Dee, should you jump on the bus for this brief trip or should you call a car? I listen to my gut. You know, I think we are animals. Animals in the jungle, they know what's going on. Their hair raises on their back. They feel vibrations on the ground. So as a human, we pretty much know what's going on. Sometimes we don't listen to our intuition. My intuition said it's okay to jump on this bus. So I used next bus. Next bus tells you when your bus is coming. It's very accurate. So you don't have to wait at the bus stop forever. So it said my bus was coming in two minutes and I ran down, caught it immediately. Um, The 19 Polk goes from a good neighborhood to a whack neighborhood. That's pretty much like San Francisco. San Francisco, the neighborhoods sort of melt and blend into each other. So this trip uh, was going to Trader Joe's and then I was going to hit Costco to pick up some more things, although my neighbors had did a Costco run for me. Um, I used to be poor. When I was a kid, I used to be poor and we had some food insecurity for a bit before everything got straightened out. And I know what it's like being hungry. So I kind of like to make sure that I have everything that I need. I like to make sure I have everything that I need. So I went to pick up more things today. And I jumped on the 19 Polk. 
I decided to pay. Uh, typically, when I jump on that bus, I do not pay because I think the city should subsidize my rides as it subsidizes all sorts of uh, nasty antisocial behaviors. San Francisco is deteriorating. First time listeners, if you don't know, oi. All right, so. San Francisco Damn Daily Truth Bombs. No Namby Pamby permission necessary. It might sound funny me admitting that, but if you lived in San Francisco, you would jump on the bus and you wouldn't pay when you're paying your property taxes and you don't get anything out of your dollars. It's like uh, taxation without representation, right? So I went to pay the $3. I, I went to pay. I said, I'm going to pay. It was a very nice black lady. And uh, it the, the fair thing was broken. So she pointed like, Go sit down. I'm like, hey, Muni, San Francisco, that's how y'all rolling. Whoop, whoop, whoop. But I didn't sit down. I stood. And, of course, I had on a mask. You can't get on the buses in San Francisco without a mask. I had on gloves. I'm extremely paranoid. And I stood, and I was talking to these two black women. They got on the bus with a little yapping, one of those mixed, like a Pomeranian uh, chihuahua. People in San Francisco love their dogs. There are way more dogs than kids here. And, you know, I'm a conversational woman. I uh, was trained in all the manners in order to be polite. Uh, Dale Carnegie, how to win friends and influence people. Est, Earhart seminar training. Dr. Wayne Dyer, positive thinking. Louise Hay, etc. I know how to be charming to people. I'm talking to these people. Uh, this woman, I guess it was her uh, mother-daughter, and had a little yapping dog. And I, uh, she revealed the dog was her comfort dog. She admitted she had some trauma. She could fly on the airplane with the pooch. He was yapping, and she brought out a snack, and he's eating. Then he yapped to get back on her lap. And then the bus driver started yelling, make that dog shut up. <laughs> make that dog. You're not supposed to have a dog. <laughs> You're not supposed to have a dog making noise on the bus. Then the ladies that were so nice to me, they immediately started cursing at the bus driver. I'm like, oh, boy. And then they should get off the bus. <laughs> hey, I love to laugh. And so the ladies got, I said, said, come on. Like, I'm like, I'm trying to keep the peace. Come on, ladies. They're like, F her. And she's like, get off the bus. You know you're not supposed to be on a bus with that dog making noise. (laughs) So they got off the bus, and I said uh, to the bus driver, I said, I apologize for them. I don't know these ladies, but I'm apologizing because I'm sure you're dealing with that all day. She says, sis, that's okay. I said, no, I'm apologizing because you didn't deserve that because they started like, I don't like people who start you cursing at people. When you start doing that, you lost everything. It just proves that you're, ugh, don't even get me started on that. So I'm watching as the bus is going down um, uh, Hyde Street. Hyde Street has degenerated. It's the Honduran drug dealing capital of uh, the West Coast. I saw that. Then we went closer to uh, Hyde Crossing Market, more tents. It looks like the tents, which uh, the city had to sue. Actually, the city got sued by UC Hastings College of Law. There's a college of law in uh, Little Hill's Kitchen, the Tenderloin. It's a world-renowned college of law. They sued London Breed 
uh, the Heffa mayor. Yep, I called her Heffa. That's black slang, positive or negative. It's a negative here. They sued the mayor, a fellow black woman. Can you believe that? She totally ignored my neighborhood. It was in crisis uh, at the beginning of the shelter in place. There were over 400 junkie tents. Yeah, I said junkies, new listeners. Uh, what's the people on the street of San Francisco are severe narcotics addicts, at least 95% of them. This city is like, it's like night of the walking zombies. So on the 19th Polk, it was uh, not very many people on it, so I'm looking at the tents as we go further. Soma, more tents, middle-aged black males. It was a very creepy scene on, uh, just looking at it on the bus. I'm like, oh my goodness. Um, but it was pretty uneventful on the bus after the, uh, the yapping dog and the cursing ladies got off. Then it was more um, one black guy who was loudly talking about I like when these hustlers get on the bus and say, I'm from St. Louis. I'm from Detroit. I ain't from here. I'm from Pennsylvania. I'm from Pittsburgh. I'm from Philly. I'm like, man. Then he's talking all this crap. I was overhearing a conversation because I just ignored him. He was talking to these white people like, yeah, my mama's 96 years old. I think I'm going to go out and see her in a month or two. And he was like, we got a big house. We got this and that. And I looked at him like, here come more crackhead tales, more crackhead tales. So I got off the bus at, um, that was, uh, Polk goes down. I got off near Bryant Street because my destination was Trader Joe's. Bum bum! We're allergic to free-range, hyper-allergic control freaks. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Didi LaFrac. Okay, so I walked uh, about a block and a half, got into the Trader Joe's. The Trader Joe's at 55 9th Street. I haven't been there in a long time. It was clean. It was crowded. I like Trader Joe's. The employees are very well behaved. They don't have any attitudes. They are grateful to have that employment. My, um, I was mainly going in there. Here's what I was looking for, people. On the eve of New Year's Eve, I'm looking for lemon bars, boxed lemon bars. Trader Joe's has some bomb lemon bars, and that is the dessert for our New Year's Eve celebration on New Year's Eve tomorrow the 31st of Thursday, 2020. And when I got there to the frozen food section, I nicely asked the guy, where's the frozen food? Because they move things around in Trader Joe's. They keep it snappy. And he said over there, I, people, picked up the last box of lemon bars. I was so happy. I'm like, yes, see, I'm an intuitively bound woman. My intuition said, get on the bus. Go to Trader Joe's, get those lemon bars for dessert tomorrow, and I got the last box. And I went and I said, are there going to be more of these lemon bars put out? He's like, I don't think so. Bum, bum, bum. And I shopped around and Trader Joe's is one of those stores where you just keep picking up stuff and stuff and stuff and stuff. This is sexist, womanist, bohemian excellence. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Dee Dee LaFrac. Long story short, I stocked up on more items. I picked up some vitamins, vitamin D. I really recommend you guys take your vitamin D. I already have my zinc, got some multivitamins. I have my um, way high dose of C. I do not intend on catching any upper respiratory infections, whether it's COVID-19, the flu, or a cold. And... I listened to my intuition, but my bags were heavy, so there was no way I was jumping on that bus getting back home. You know what I'm talking about? No way. I called a Lyft, L-Y-F. I love them. I got into the Lyft. I uh, picked that up on um, 
55 9th Street, 555 9th Street. Nice guy. We talked. And I asked him, I said, how's business? He said, business is great. And we were talking about that um, the businesses that are doing great in San Francisco are delivery, food delivery, uh, Lyft, Uber, marijuana dispensaries, the unregulated uh, drug dealing, which people outside of San Francisco, I am not kidding. We've got a drug dealing apocalypse and a catch and release district attorney that is super soft on crime. So we basically were in Simpatico and it was a very smooth and uneventful ride home. There you go. You got like some flavor of what's going on in San Francisco. Oh, by the way, it started to rain a little bit. It's cold. I saw some junkies on um when I was on the bus and coming back in the car, one sock on, one sock off, barefoot. It's going to be cold tonight. Our mayor has basically closed the homeless shelters. They are um, to keep the people from getting cold. But figure this out, people. We're talking a junkie apocalypse. They put 2,000 citizens in these welfare hotels to keep them safe from COVID. They're sitting around languish. They don't have anything to do. Just getting high all day. The city is an open air, like it's an open air shooting gallery. It's an open air lunatic asylum. It's an open air uh, homeless shelter. But there are 2,000 citizens, mainly junkies, some people with HIV and stuff, but mainly junkies. City's taking care of them about $400 a head a night. And the other 8,000 are on the cold concrete of San Francisco. Now, I personally do not like junkies because they are mean and cruel to me because I do not enable them with money. And if you're sitting there trying to judge me from what I'm saying, you think about how you would feel if you walked outside of your house and there was some spotty-faced, rude person with their pants down, defecating, urinating, screaming at you to give them money. After a while, you would be just like me. Now, our winter weather is coming in. I really feel for them, and I think what City Hall is not doing is barbaric. Hey, everybody. So that's the XYZ of today. Of course, I have other things going on in my life that I do not share because I'm not a reality show. I am a kvetching, psychodramatic daily podcast. Thank you for listening. I love you. Guess what? I'm Didi LaFrac. I trust my vibe. San Francisco Dam. That's today's episode of the San Francisco Dam Podcast with sexist womanist bohemian Didi LaFrac. Remember to join us tomorrow for another episode. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors. Head over to SanFranciscoDam.com for more sponsorship information. Thank you for subscribing and listening. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Didi LaFrac.